0: Uh, are you there? Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Have you been on hold all week? <laughs> Never mind that. What is it? Man, you got to go to BraxtonWV.org and check out the free Braxie Trail. We would go out and find all five Flatwoods Monsters giant chairs and take selfies at each location to free Braxy from the men in black. Now, I'm not much of a selfie guy, but I could get into this. I might even put it on my TikTok. Your what? I'm I'm not asking. Just go to BraxtonWV.org and let's iron out the final details before I book this trip. On it. BraxtonWV.org. Welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for believers of the unexplained monsters and paranormal. I'm your host, Bo Kennedy. Join us as we go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Let me tell you a little something about Squatch Survival Gear. It's the, uh, the Rock 8 Pack. You know, they, they make that pack that I was showing you guys on, uh, on videos and on, you know, all over my social media. Um, I really love this company. And a few years back, Squatch Survival Gear started making packs to help special tactics units around the world survive the rigors of combat. You know, Then they decided maybe they can help more people survive. So if you're looking for a rugged pack that you can trust not to fall apart when you need it the most, look no further. Squatch Survival Gear has a pack for you, and they will help you survive in the urban jungle to the deepest, darkest woods. You know, their packs are made right here in the United States of America, and they mean every component of their packs. Um, Every part of it is made in the U.S., and uh, that's just hard to find as a Bigfoot is what Chris says. That's the... uh, (laughs) It's his company. Uh, Squatch Survival Gear. They have gear that will help you survive. Get yours at squatchsurvivalgear.com. And if you go there today, you can use promo code BUMP10, B-U-M-P, 10, and save 10% off of all purchases site-wide. Hey, if you like CBD products or you're looking to try them out for the first time, try hempbombs.com. Hemp bombs have been they are the leader in CBD products, um, best potency for your buck, hands down. Everything is grown right there in the uh, in in house, you know, from seed to distribution. Hemp Bombs takes care of it all. Uh, they have CBD gummies, lollipops, lip balm, uh, lotions, uh, pet treats. They have everything. Hemp Bombs H E M P b o m b, s. dot com, hempbombs. dot com. Try them out. Um, they even sell sample packs if you just want to try that. Use promo code BUMP B U M P twenty to save twenty percent off site wide on any products. That's BUMP twenty, B U M P twenty at hempbombs. dot com. Uh, you have nothing to lose. I believe they even have a 30-day money-back guarantee. I've used the products for years, and I wouldn't, be tell, I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't believe in the product. I'll tell you that right now. So go try them out. Um, use my promo code. Save a little bit of cash. You won't regret it. Hey, guys, hang around after the outro, and there's another song by my dad. Um, I just I love sharing his music. I know the audio quality Uh, You know, on a 30-year-old track isn't going to be like, you know, how clean it is today. But it's so much fun, and uh, he's a hell of an artist. So stick around, listen to it, and I hope you like it. Let me know. Let us know how you feel about, you know, having some music. Uh, Actually, there's some other bands I'm going to start helping out, uh, sharing some of their music too, now that they know that I'm open to that kind of stuff. So thanks again for listening. And I hope you enjoy. Hey there, Believers. Today's episode is a lot of fun. Um, I talked to Emily and her daughter, Rachel. They live in southern Ohio, and they had an encounter with a Bigfoot on their property that doesn't match your typical description. This Bigfoot was so striking that she froze, uh, Emily froze in her footsteps, uh, not just because of a massive creature, but this Sasquatch is gray. And it has blue eyes that she said she just couldn't stop staring at. So it gets better. Um, Tune in. Listen to it. It's a short episode. I'm sorry about that. Emily had been dealing with a headache for like 10 days, and she was still kind enough to come on to the show. So uh, sorry it's not the longest episode, but it is packed with good information, especially about this region. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, light-colored Bigfoot in Appalachia. So here we go. I'll just shut up. Go let her talk.
1: My name is Emily Strickland. I live in southeastern Ohio, and uh, I'll tell you my story. It was October 10th, 2019, and I was taking my dogs for their evening walk. We started out on our walk, and my dog, Chloe, stopped on our hill that we were going down and wouldn't go any further. I, um, I thought that was strange, but I decided to take my dogs back up to the house and feed them. We usually ate after our walk, but I decided to feed them before the walk. So they ate and we set out on the walk again. And it was getting a little dark, it was getting toward dusk and we don't normally walk at that time. But I said, well, we'll just go for a short walk. So we started off back down the hill. And my dogs, we got to the bottom of the hill. And my dogs went crazy. Their noses were just smelling all over the place. Um, It was like I had never seen them act before. So I I was watching them, watching their noses, watching the ground, thinking, what is going on? What are you smelling? And we walked a good ways. And um, I heard a um, a sound that I, I can't mimic. It was like a caw, type sound. And I looked up and I said, "What's that?" My dogs froze and I froze, and um, there stood this big gray creature with blue eyes, and it was amazing. Um, I. I'm sorry. (laughs) I stared and tried to take in everything that I could. Um, At first, you know, you think someone's bullying me or what is this? But uh, I was just in awe. My dogs froze and um, sorry.
0: Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, my how how close was it to you?
1: About fifty yards. Okay. About fifty yards away. And um I'm sorry, I'm frozen now. Oh, you're fine. You're (laughs) fine.
0: I I got plenty of questions. I'm already chomping at the bit.
1: Ask ask me a question.
0: Okay. Um, was it on your property or is this like an adjacent lot or
1: No, it was on our property. My husband mows uh, paths for me to walk my dogs on. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really just a big field, but he mows paths around it. And there is um, just a lot of grass left in the middle area. So it's really a field, but there are paths. And so it's not all mowed, but it is our property, yes. And the, the property does join on one side, it will lead to a nature preserve. And on the side that we were on, when I had my sighting, um, if you go straight, it leads to a ridge. And so my dogs and I were standing there and watching it and taking in everything I could. And it, it turned around and went into the woods. And the woods, that it, part of the woods that it went into would lead to a ridge top.
0: Okay. So you're familiar with the, the area then. Oh, yes. Okay. And have you had anything like this happen before that you know of?
1: No, not that I know of. There have been plenty of times, you know, when the dogs have been barking and and you wonder what are they barking at? Because, you know, dogs bark. Mm -hmm. But as far as um, thinking that (laughs) there could be a Bigfoot out here, the thought never crossed my mind. But we did go for our walk. Like I said, you know, the, my dog stopped on the hill, which I thought was awkward. And we came back up and went back down and, and it was dusk. It was dusk when I had my sighting. So, and, and if I hadn't been looking down at the ground, watching their noses, if it hadn't made that noise, I don't think I would have seen it. I don't think I would have seen, seen it at all yeah. um, when it called out.
0: Now, the noise that it made, did it, did it sound kind of like a crow? Cause like that cacaw sounds, you know, it's like a, kind of like a crow noise.
1: It didn't sound like a crow. No, it didn't, it didn't sound like anything I've ever heard before. I just can't mimic this, the actual sound that it made. Yeah. I I wish that I could, but that, that is the best, the best I can come up with, with what I heard is, is a cacaw, but Mm -hmm. it was, it did not sound like a bird. No.
0: Right. Well, I only ask that because they say, you know, people that have had these experiences and encounters, like they'll hear, they'll hear it, try to mimic a crow or an owl or a coyote. And it just sounds off, you know, like it, it's trying to not be caught, but it's trying to also call out to maybe another one or something like that. And it's using these, these, what should be normal sounds, but they just can't do it right. You know, and it catches our attention.
1: Yes, no, I, I can't mimic it, and I've never heard anything quite like it, no.
0: Well, um, you said it was gray with blue eyes.
1: Yes, it was.
0: Okay. Uh, was it like a light gray, a dark gray? Um, give me some, some features if you can remember. I'm, I'm sure that something stands out.
1: Well, the arms were out to, to its side. Um, and the fur, there was fur under the arms and that fur under the arms was darker, which in the moments that I was standing there made me think, are there little ones? I didn't know if it had little ones under its arms or if that was actually fur. Mm. Um, the fur under the arms was, was darker and the arms were kind of out to the side. Um, you know, not straight out, but rounded like, the, uh, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does.
1: Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I did wonder, are there little ones under there? Those little heads? What, what is that fur? Um, wow. Yeah, so I, I wish that I, I <laughs> I don't know. I wish I'd had my phone on me and I didn't. I right. wish I had a picture, but I did get a footprint. Did you really? Well, my daughter did, and she, she can tell you about that when, um, when she talks. But, yes, I, ha- I can send you the footprint photo.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see it. Sure. I'd love sure, to sure. see that.
1: Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I did wonder if there were little ones, and I, I don't know. But um, it was really, I was in awe and just the most amazing experience ever, and um they now have stones out and peanut butter out and
0: <laughs> do you really i forget. Yeah. i try to keep them around
1: <laughs> yeah we, we'd <laughs> like we'd like to see another and you know yeah. um but uh i i wasn't afraid and that's that's what i thought about a lot i was like wow i was just in awe and um I don't know. I I wish that I understood the sound more like, what did it mean? Were they, was it saying, um, don't come any closer? Were there other ones around? I think that would be really neat to, to know.
0: Yeah, it would. That would be neat to know. Yeah. And it's, it's something that you didn't get scared. Uh, You know, a lot of people, you know, they, they freeze, they're paralyzed with fear. And I don't know how I would react if I had an actual, you know, sighting myself, you know, I, I would hope that I could have the wherewithal to think about a phone or something like that. But it's just, that's just amazing. And yours being such a unique color and blue eyes, I don't know if I've heard many other people say anything about a blue-eyed creature. I think that's awesome.
1: They were shiny really they were shining yeah and really um the arms out to the side and the eyes i just i really my i focused on those eyes they they were amazing i've never seen anything like it and i i really hope i hope to see them again one day
0: yeah yeah no doubt did uh did you get to watch it move like did you watch it walk off or jump or
1: it didn't. No, I didn't. It didn't jump. I did see it turn around and go into the woods.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
1: Toward the ridge top. Okay. That that direction.
0: Did it move fast, or was it kind of like just?
1: Nope. No, it didn't move fast. It just kind of turned around and and it it was gone into wow. the woods.
0: I'm so jealous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think, I think that's like the ideal kind of, kind of sighting, you know, you're at a pretty good distance, but still close enough to see some details and uh, just a, a peaceful encounter. I think that's, that's great. You know? It,
1: well, sorry.
0: No, no,
2: you're fine.
1: Um, I think it would have been different had my dogs not frozen if one of them one has to be on a leash and one doesn't Mm -hmm. so I thought about it later and I thought well you know what if my dog had taken off towards it um it would have probably been a whole different feeling I don't I don't know but it was just so strange how how they both froze and how I froze just right at the same time (laughs) Um, (laughs) that was it was just really quite an experience
0: yes it was uh, i'm so glad you're sharing it with me i really appreciate it there's a well thank
1: you for asking
0: hey, well you know it it struck me when i when we were at the town hall meeting and i heard you telling the story and you said it was gray and uh you mentioned the eye color and stuff and i just thought man i, I want to hear more about this because i've heard a lot of people in uh not really our region but not too far away like in pennsylvania and stuff people talk about seeing a white bigfoot
1: A Um, white one
0: yeah it's kind of like almost absolutely al albino, like it's it's white with red eyes and there's been reports of it for probably 20 years i've heard people talking about it and uh i just thought wow if it well i guess if it can be white it could be gray And, you know, gray makes more sense actually than a white one. I don't, I don't see how they could hide.
3: Wow. uh,
0: Yeah. I just think that, you know, you sharing your story about something that's gray, That kind of just broadens the spectrum a little bit of, of what to keep your eyes open for. Well, yeah. I just think it's great.
1: Um, I guess, you know, Rachel had watched Finding Bigfoot when she was little yeah. And um but in and back then, you know, if if I would or if she would talk about a bigfoot whatnot, what would come into my mind would be black or maybe brown, but
3: mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. I
1: guess I would think of it being black and gray, gray with blue eyes. I was just like, Wow. Yeah, people are gonna think I'm cuckoo.
0: <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> the only the only thing I thought other than you know than a bigfoot. I thought, well, maybe she's seeing a spirit, oh, a spiritual animal or uh, or or being. I don't know what else to call it, but you know, it's just that ethereal color pattern and you know the blue eyes. That just sounds. It's almost like a like a spirit, but I don't know. I don't. What do you think these? What do you think a Bigfoot is? Do you think that it is something? Like people are saying like it's paranormal or do you think it is just a flesh and blood undiscovered ape?
1: I think it's flesh and blood. I think, but a few people that I've told are just kind of, well, they, they can't be real. um, Because you don't, you don't ever find a dead one you know, what happens to them when they die? I had someone ask me that. And of course I can't, I'm not an expert. Um, I can't answer that, but I don't know. And, and they're, they're poop, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Would, uh, (laughs) would we not see something that was really, um, abnormal to see on a walk?
2: Right. Right.
1: I, I don't know, but yeah, when my friend asked me that, I said, well i I don't know, yeah, I mean, I'm not an expert, so, but I don't know what happens to them when they die. What are the theories?
0: right? Well, you know, a lot of people challenge that question with another question, and that is, how many dead bear have you seen while you're on a hike? You know well, that's but, true, yeah, nobody has really uh, just walked up on a, a bear that's died of natural causes, you know um some people think that they might bury their dead that uh they use rocks or a small mound or something like that to maybe to cover it up um if they're this intelligent they might have their own sets of beliefs um if they're flesh and blood they might have a a whole religion to go along with it i mean every culture does so it, it's hard to tell just how deep this goes, uh, how expansive we want to allow our minds to get with it. But, uh, well, I, I love listening. The, the more I hear, the less I feel like I know about it at all, at all, to be honest.
1: Well, the more I talk about my experience, the more I, I realize I, I don't know. I only know what I saw. Right. Um, I, it was, I talk about it and talked about it and, and I mean, Rachel and I would be in the store and I had mentioned something Bigfoot and she, I think I embarrassed her a couple of times because (laughs) I said it out loud, (laughs) but, um, it is something I think about often.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I, I hope to see again one day. Yeah. I hope you do. Yeah, me too.
0: It sounds like you're in a good spot. I mean, uh, lightning can strike twice, right? <laughs> you you that's saw true. one. Yeah, that that's great.
1: That's true. That's true. But um, yeah, I'm grateful that my husband has mowed the paths that he's mowed, and he started on a few others. Um, he doesn't have a big tractor. He just has a little lawn mowing tractor, and so he he does, I think, a lot of it by hand as well. Oh wow! But uh he's made some nice areas for, for us to walk on. Yeah. Um, tried what to is, get out. Hmm?
0: What does he think about it? Does, has he seen or heard anything or does he believe or
1: <laughs> Um, when, when the evening I had my sighting and I came back inside and I texted him and I said, I saw a big, I saw a bigfoot and he said, yeah, right. I said, no, really. I did. And so I texted him the entire scenario of, of what occurred. And he just said, yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he believes me.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he, yeah he, he believes me. Um, so it's, it's just um, really awesome experience. And I really can't explain how, how it felt. I was just kind of numb and in awe and uh, And I really like hearing other stories as well, of yeah. other people's encounters. and um,
0: Well, do you, do you listen to other podcasts or any podcasts?
1: Oh, I have. I certainly, I have. I don't have a lot of spare time right now, but I really do enjoy listening when I do get the chance. And I've got some books, and yeah, um, Rachel still has some. You have some books from when you were little yep. that that she got out, and um, but uh, what? just just an amazing experience.
0: Absolutely, is. And I just want one more question, sure. and uh, but f- first on the topic of podcasts, if you are into Bigfoot um, and if you have any spare time at all, I recommend listening to Sasquatch Chronicles.
1: Oh, yes. I have that on what? Facebook. Um, it, it comes up on, on there. Yeah. Yes. I have listened to some of those and they are quite interesting.
0: Yes. Uh, his, the host's name is Wes Germer. And he has hundreds and hundreds of encounters, uh, of episodes of encounters. Uh, it'll, it'll, some of them just blow your mind. So I just, if I would recommend any one podcast about this topic, it would definitely be Sasquatch Chronicles. Um, I have about half a dozen episodes, maybe maybe 10 altogether that, that talk about Bigfoot. But he, he covers it all. I think that he's got the best show out there. To be honest with you.
1: Ah, oh, well, thanks for for sharing that. But yes, I I have watched a few on or listened to a few on there, and um, trying to think of one in particular that had a police officer. I think mm-hmm. was involved. Um, I can't remember the exact story, but um, it's it's just really neat to hear. Yeah. Hear other people, and you hear people that get scared, and people who say they thrash things around. And I just thought, gee whiz, I I'm thankful that didn't happen.
0: Right? Yeah. Um, I, that's why I'm saying your encounter is so is so special, you know, because some people definitely don't want to have one again. <laughs> you know, they they had the fright of their life. You know. But Emily, how big was this creature at fifty yards away? Were you able to get a good judge of size?
1: Well, I'd say seven to eight feet tall. And, um, you know, Finding Bigfoot came out here and did a reenactment with me. And so it wasn't until that happened that I realized how big it actually was because it was Matt Moneymaker who went to the, the a place, the part where I had my sighting, and he put his arm up. He was like, to like um, show me that, say, I couldn't see his eyes and he couldn't see my eyes. So he was thinking about the blue eyes and how I knew they were blue and how I saw them. And so he was putting his arm up higher and higher and told me when to stop um, to the point where I thought that the Bigfoot was, where I saw the eyes. But it wasn't until I saw somebody else actually standing there and his arm going up that I realized how big it actually was. I was just stunned. So I would say it, it was seven to eight feet tall, but I just wow. I hadn't realized um, a- until that happened. So yeah, I was really happy that that they came out and that um, that they did the re- reenactment with me. Um, that was that was just amazing.
0: Yeah, that that is amazing. I didn't know they came out there and checked out your property.
1: They did Uh, the day after the town hall.
0: Awesome. That's great. Yeah.
1: That is
0: great. I don't know when they're going to air the episode, but I'm excited to see it.
1: I'm excited, too. Um, I got a phone call a week or so ago from one of them who wanted me to email the footprint to them. um, From Chad, I think, the producer, Chad. Yep. So um I did that so I'll be excited to to see to see that and um I think it's what an anniversary episode
0: yeah I think so yeah
1: yeah so that would be really neat but um but truly I guess I hadn't thought about a a normal size human and seeing being able to see their eyes there's there's no way yes they were shining but uh that was, that was something to see.
0: That would be something. I, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they gave you that that perspective, that something to go by, to, you know, to help you walk it out and range it out like that. And they're going to get it to see the uh, the footprint that that Rachel took. Is that right? She cast it.
1: Yeah. Yes. She well, she didn't cast it. No, I wish, but um, she
3: took the photo
0: awesome. of the footprint. Well, Rachel, you want to tell me about it?
3: sure you want me to introduce myself too
0: sure go for it
3: (laughs) okay uh i'm rachel i'm also from southeastern ohio and a few days after my mom's sighting uh my mom and i decided to go down to the spot where uh she had her encounter and uh we wanted to see if the bigfoot had left anything behind and uh it had just rained and it was kind of wet and mushy out. So, uh, we thought, well, maybe it left some footprints or something behind. And, uh, I was looking around and as I was taking pictures uh, I looked up and I, and I saw what I thought was a a black Bigfoot standing behind some brush swaying back and forth a little bit, looking at me as I was taking the picture and, uh, I got scared, and I I got out of there, but, yeah.
0: But you can't stop there. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah, (laughs) I I wish I had stayed, but I didn't.
0: Yeah.
2: She she
1: came running out of there, sorry, she came running out of there and just went toward the house, and I couldn't tell what she was saying, and um, I had taken the dogs down with us, um, just because, I don't know, kind of feel... Protective, or protected, or something. But I didn't want the dogs to go in with her because I, if there was anything there to be found, I did, you know, I didn't want them to interfere with, with that. So Rachel came flying out of there, and then told me once we were both back up in the house. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. So you, you saw what you? Well, you're pretty sure. You believe you saw a black Bigfoot. And the what you described it doing makes it sound so much more likely that you really did. You said you saw it's kind of swaying back side to side, right? Mm-hmm. That, that is the behavior of so many encounters that I've heard about. Um, they just like a nervous person kind of sways. Um, it's just like a, uh, it's, it's something that all primates seem to do. So this black, this black Bigfoot that you think you saw, or that you, I'll just say, that you saw. Can you tell me any, anything more about that?
3: Um, It was shorter than the one my mom saw, but it was, it was still a decent height, and uh, I just saw long black hair on it. I couldn't see the eyes very well, but it, it just seemed to be watching me take the picture. It didn't really do much.
0: And how far away was it?
3: You remember, Mom? I don't remember. I didn't go
1: down or I wasn't back in there with you all. Since I wasn't with you part of that.
3: Um they did a reenactment with her as well. Did they? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember exactly how many yards it was. We did measure.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, if it's a darker a darker color and a smaller bigfoot, it might have been one of the young ones that could have been occupying the uh, the gray one. When, when you saw it, Emily, like, you yeah. saw like, maybe under their arms. It had that darker area. It could have been hiding behind, you know, its mom or something or, or its dad. I don't, I don't know how Bigfoot communities work. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> Don't either. <laughs> but it, it could
0: have, you know, it could have been right there at that time. And it could just be a curious kid. You know, it could be a, like a, a typical teenage kid just wants to get, you know, one more look at the humans, you know. And probably wondering why you're so interested in its footprint.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well,
0: that's great. Man, I'm, I am jealous of you guys. I, I want to come out there too.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I'm better off just talking about it. <laughs> if, if, I, if I go out there, I might turn around and run like a big chicken or something.
1: uh. I was just in awe I mean frozen and I could feel my heart rate pick up you know a little bit but it it wasn't fear it was more just like wow what is that yeah and uh but I'm also sure that that the dogs being frozen as well um Probably played a
0: factor into that. Yeah, it could have been a whole other scenario, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm
0: I'm just glad you guys shared it with me, and that it, it turned out as good as it did. And there's all there's room. There's so much potential for there to be more uh, encounters and sightings, especially, you know. Some people recommend that you don't gift or feed or anything like that, but nobody knows for sure. And it sure hasn't hurt. I haven't heard of uh, any, any stories of people getting hurt by feeding them. <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah. So you're setting out peanut butter. You said.
1: Yes, peanut butter and stones.
0: Stones like. Uh,
1: Colored stones.
0: Okay. Or is anything happening to them?
1: No. There's. Uh, we have a little cave area, um, but we haven't checked that. Lately, waterfall. yeah where there's a little waterfall area and a cave um we haven't checked that one lately but um two of the we have three peanut butter jars out in three sets of stones Sweet. out and um two of them we, i walk by regularly and then the cave area we need to we need to check on that
0: yeah well keep me posted you guys have my number now so just holler at me if, if anything like that happens you know if oh, definitely if the stones move or the peanut butter, you know, disappears or something like that, I, I think it's so cool. I, you guys are really lucky.
1: <laughs> oh, well, thank you for having us. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized.
0: Well, that's the show for this week, guys. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you do enjoy it, please go to wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Give us a five-star rating, a review, or a thumbs up, or whatever you can do. Uh, keep spreading the word about the podcast. I really appreciate that. Uh, let me see. Updates. Yes, the website. We have thebumppodcast.com up and running now. Uh, you can go listen to every past episode. There's a, a page for that. I got all the cover art on there. Just click on the, the title of the show. It takes you straight to that episode through myanchor.fm account. And from there, if you wish to donate to the show, you know, to help support everything, which um, sponsors kind of come and go. But that monthly support, that really helps out to get, you know, more equipment and to, to make it a better listening experience for you guys. You can do that from there. Also, there's links to my Teespring and Redbubble merch pages. You can go there and get uh, probably half a dozen different t-shirt styles are out there now. we got mugs, stickers, anything you can think of is available with some kind of new design that I've put out there on Redbubble, and there's some on Teespring still yet. Uh, Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Parler, Facebook. I don't think I'm forgetting anything, but... Yeah, just check out the site. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. I love everybody there that's sitting at home or on their commute listening to this show. Um, It means a lot to me. And we'll just keep doing this until people stop calling in with shows. (laughs) Thanks again, guys. Until next time.
2: One day
0: Guys, if you're looking for some merch from The Bump Podcast, you can go to my uh, my website, actually, at thebumppodcast.com. Uh, go to the homepage, scroll down just a little bit, and there'll be a merch and sponsors section. Uh, click on the Teespring or Redbubble link, and both of those will take you to different T-shirts and uh, different apparel and stuff like that uh, that has our logo or some things that I've designed Um for purchase it's available uh you can click on any of our episodes off the website there um just scroll over to episode section click the link and it'll take you to listen to the episode of your choice but it takes you to uh anchor.fm and on there is a listener support button i would really appreciate any support i can get Um, they have recurring donation amounts or whatever Anything and everything would be greatly appreciated. It just helps me to put that money into the show to make it better for everybody and to keep growing. Um, Let me see what else. Yeah, check me out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you know, all the social media stuff. Um, I really appreciate it. Please, if your uh, app that you listen to podcasts on has a section for ratings or reviews Please go give me a thumbs up. Give me a five-star rating, review, whatever. Keep spreading the word. Um, Sharing this stuff on social media and telling your friends about it uh, has really helped me tremendously. So thank you. Once again, go to thebumppodcast.com. There's links to everything. And I I really appreciate the love and support. Oh, and don't forget to find me on YouTube now, too. The Bump Podcast on YouTube. I got... One video up, I got a promo up, and I plan on doing you know every couple weeks, maybe every uh, you know a couple times a month at least, having videos of the interviews. You know, do it through Zoom that way you guys can see it. Do some shared screen. I know uh, last week I had that video up with from the Shadows podcast. Those guys are great. It was a lot of fun getting to to watch them relate to each other while we did the interview was fun too. And next week uh, you, you probably want to check it out on YouTube because I'm going to have a, a shared screen up and there's some, some photos, you know, it's uh, it's another Bigfoot story. So I'll have some photos up of this guy, his actual sightings. He's got, he's got pictures guys. So you'll get to go on there and see what he's talking about. And follow along as he describes, you know, where B- Bigfoot is in the in the photo, uh, how he's positioned, all that kind of good stuff. So, tons of fun. There's no commercials on there either, really. Um, but I also don't have any good editing skills, so there's no cool, flashy anything. It's basically just going to be zoom videos for now until I figure all this out.